Welcome to the Recruitment Roundup with Toby and Nadia of Harrington Star. This is our one podcast a week where we talk about us and our passion for great recruitment. Five days a week we shine a light on the individuals making waves in the world of fintech and on a Sunday we bring you the Recruitment Roundup. This week our theme is an important one and it's around knowledge share. So the reason why I thought that we'd choose this to discuss is because here at Harrington Star, we're all about knowledge share. And we're about it across the recruitment space, across the financial services space, across the fintech space. Our upcoming magazine is just one example of how we celebrate best practice, but also identify what that looks like so other people can learn from it. But even these podcasts, it's knowledge share. We are bringing together all the conversations that we have in the week, and we are sharing it to those that that want to learn because I know it's important to you, you, Toby, it's very important to me, but we want to raise this industry up. We believe, and I know it's a big belief, we believe that every single person that you put into a good job, um, who is engaged, who really wants to try hard, they want to thrive, they want to get themselves the next step in their career, it's like the butterfly effect. Every one person makes a big difference. The more of these individuals end up driving the industry forward, driving the economy forward, it makes, it makes a huge difference. So the way that we set up this business was very much around that. And it gets me thinking because it was months ago now, but I spoke to Debbie Forster, who the founder of the Tech Talent Charter. So she also founded her business on this concept of knowledge share, of gathering information from different tech companies and sharing it back out so people can get better and get better every day. She said when I interviewed her that historically technology firms treated any method of how they worked as a trade secret. And I quite liked, you know, using that term, a trade secret, because I think that there still are some people in the industry that like to keep things as if they're trade secrets and never shared. However, nowadays, the real key concepts that we talk about are innovation, learning, learning from one another, driving each other forward. It's so central to us as a as a business and central to our mission. You know, if I go back to 2010 on day one, 11, nearly 12 years ago, you know, this, this was something that we wanted to do and I feel really proud that we are doing. Our upcoming magazine will be testament to that. So I wanted to hand that over to you, Toby, just to, just to give some of your thoughts. As CEO, when we set up the business with this knowledge share in mind, are, are you surprised with how far we've come with it? It's surprising about how far we've come with it. It's probably a yes and a no. Look, I think that it, it comes down to the strap line that you see under every uh, Harrington Star logo, which says your success, our business. And if we think about where that came from, that was some work we did when we, when we talked to the, the, and, and polled the entire business and really thought about what we were trying to do and, and what we stood for. That sort of t- tailed back to us being a growth business. And what growth traditionally means is we're there to you know, increase bottom line to make a massive business, et cetera, et cetera, and to you know, have fast growth numbers, which is obviously part of it. But growth to us actually meant a lot more about making sure we were growing the careers of our consultants, the careers of our candidates, and, and the brand, the network, and the teams of our clients, so everyone could uh, could prosper from it. Now, you know, knowledge share is a very interesting thing for me because it's it's deeply entwined in the fundamentals of, of our business. So knowledge share is about making sure we're there and helping people to tell their stories, helping people to grow their brands and their networks, introducing people to good people, showcasing what's great into it. And both you and I, over the last 18 months to two years, have been on a massive journey of speaking to countless companies 
uh, and talking about them and creating content is there to help other people through a difficult time. And speaking to successful entrepreneurs as we have been all the way through this and leaders and visionaries and whatever else they, they, they may be, there's been so many different lessons that those guys have been really generous to get up and talk to us about, not just to talk to us and to, you know, to, to peek off about their business, but to sit there and talk to people about some of the you know, things that they've seen and, and have worked for them in their business and shared really, you know, really, really gracefully. And that sort of takes me to one of the conversations I had this week with Mark Waters of Axe Trading. So Mark was one of the original people that I had on the show when they were sort of very much an acorn of a business, probably back in 2016, 17, potentially, when we first had them on the show. Really interesting fixed income trading software business. We had a great conversation when they first starting up about you know, them as a, as, and I remember it very vividly as a very sort of small startup business. But what we did in this, this episode that will be out next week, yesterday, which I, which I love, was talk about the journey, the learns, you know, how they're achieving things now, how they, they took on the right partners for their Series A, how they chose those partners, how they chose their original investors, the equity of that relationship, what was important in all of those, those different things the positioning of their company, the blend of sales and tech in, in, in the business. There was so much to take away from it. And I sort of sat there at the end of it and thought, you know, Mark was very nice and, and complimentary afterwards and sort of said he was really grateful for us for doing all this sort of thing. He's been to our events in the past and said that, you know, how much he appreciated what we did for the ecosystem industry. And it made me really think, actually, do you know what? I'm, I'm massively grateful to him because he didn't have to be quite so honest all the way through you know, that, that conversation but he was very you know very happy to sort of say that this is the, this is the journey we've been on they were a business just as you know, many businesses who who failed at startup stage who now come through and you know, only succeed and they're going great guns and you know spreading all over the world and have clients over five continents and really sort of moving themselves up to you know rapidly uh, head towards 100 people as an as an organization and they've done the right things to allow that to happen when many people didn't. And so to listen to people like Mark and to listen to someone who's so generous as to you know, share his insight and wisdom in that, that sort of way, I thought was, was just testament to, to an industry that I think has changed unbelievably over the, the sort of you know, two decades that we've been you know, you know, working, working in the industry, where it was very, very insular and secretive and non-collaborative. And now we're seeing this industry where People are working together, collaborating together. I, I love you know, seeing how close companies like BMLL and FlexTrade are working at the moment. We've had you know, Paul and Andy on the show before talking about their collaboration and working out how it works and, and all for the betterment of their, their customer experience and their clients around it. And then you know, alongside that all week, I've been extremely busy talking to people for our Top 1% Workplace Awards that comes out in the magazine. And in that magazine, I think it's going to be one of our best ever's that we've ever ever produced because it is a it's a real blueprint of what a great workplace looks like from loads of different aspects from loads of different companies. So we'll have a series of people um, from all different backgrounds, all different size shapes of businesses who are who are putting articles together for the magazine that will be talking about what they've done to create a great workplace for their employees. Alongside that, there'll be a whole host of fintech-focused TVs, and I know you're going to be looking at it on, on your show as well, uh, on the podcast, to basically look at how everything uh, can come together and these people are doing it. We've been having 15-minute conversations with these leaders, talking about you know, why, why they should win various awards within the top 1% workplace awards. Uh, and we'll be sending those over to the judges. So for me, that knowledge share of them talking about how they, you know, how, how they tailor things for technologists, how they 
create inclusiveness and diversity, how they create psychological safety for their teams, how they are creating fun cultures, how they are doing this sort of thing, and listening to the passion and the enthusiasm and thought and the craft that's been put into creating these things, for me has been unbelievably helpful. And, and you know, when you talk about knowledge share there, I've always said the great privilege of the last couple of years has been the learning that's happened from it. And it, nothing more accelerated from that than these conversations you have over the course of two, three weeks where you're interviewing a host of really cool leaders talking to you about what they've done to make a great workplace that you then pass over to the judges who will then say who, who the winners are. In my mind, look, every single person there are doing the right things and deserve you know, all the recognition they get. I wish we could give winners medals to every single person because it is absolutely you know, incredible to hear it. It's, in, it's uplifting to hear it. It's inspiring to hear it. I've been speaking to people all over the world, speaking to, uh, you know, to Chris Grandy over at Abacus yesterday, talking about all of their different sites throughout the US and, and their incredible growth over the last 12 years. Matt Smith and Emmy over at Steeleye were, were incredible. I've spoken about Mark beforehand. Transfix, Steve Toland over in Florida, we, we were chatting about uh, all the things that they are doing to create real development for their you know, and growth options for their, for their technologists. Uh, Ian Smith over at FlexTrade, I love talking to. There's just been so many cool people that we've been uh, ch chatting to over the course of the last couple of weeks. Dishan Patel at Leading Point, Peter Holmgren over at Atlantic. These are people there who are, who are hugely, hugely passionate about people and very, very happy to share their stories about what they're doing so that can benefit the rest of the industry. So when we're talking about all of this sort of stuff, I think, it, I think it's just massively inspiring and exciting. And, and uh, I can't wait to put the magazine out at the end of November. I know, me too. I can't wait. And this is really big picture stuff as well, isn't it? You know, again, I'm going to use that phrase, the war on talent, trying to find people that want to join these, these amazing businesses. And are, are there enough people out there? Well, of course they are, there are. But actually, this is, this is big picture because we're trying to attract people from places that we've never attracted them from before. And, you know, we're on this mission of changing the perception of fintech, of financial services technology. It isn't the, you know, the old school keep everything as a trade secret. It is so much more collaborative than it ever has been. And I think that that's, that's a huge part of what we're, we're doing today, but also a huge part of what each of these people that you mentioned. I look in terms of knowledge share, I look at this week, just off the top of my head on LinkedIn, I saw that Rita Martins, I've done a pod with her at HSBC. She was talking at, I think it was Imperial, trying to inspire next generation to come to the industry, sharing her, her knowledge, sharing her experience. Lisa Sajoltz, who works for Minna Technologies, she was doing exactly the same at Gothenburg University this week. And that's just this week. And that's just what I've seen. You know, and we've been talking for months now about how important it is that we drive inspiration to that next generation. We drive this inspiration out further than, than the people already within the space. And I think there's a responsibility around that because to the people in the space, we want to ensure that people stay because they are looked after, because they are engaged, because they feel that they can progress within this space. But also we want to attract more people because there's so much potential for greatness within it. And just on that thread, one of the people that I spoke to this week was Stephanie Ramazan, the Director of Business Development at Gemini Europe. Now, Gemini are another crypto firm 
this time next generation cryptocurrency platform what makes them different is they allow their customers to buy sell store and earn crypto but what i really loved about what she was talking about is they are all about educating people in the world of crypto so they have uh, something called cryptopedia which i thought was very clever um, because we all know there's still so much so so many questions around you know what, what the hell is crypto can i trust crypto is crypto good and you know all, all these things um we discussed on the pod but i think what was really interesting is that as a business they are able to boast gender statistics that completely contradict the rest of the industry and it was really brilliant just hearing like how they've done that and the actions that she ensures that they follow to to make that happen she has built the business very much around it not everything not being a competition but about collaboration and about knowledge share about sharing experiences this is all interlinked to why i wanted to have this as the theme this week because as i've said before when i decide on a theme i suddenly see it everywhere you know it's like buses that it's it's in front of you the whole time she has a, a full strategy down there called crypto curious so you know let, let's just let's talk about what we're curious about let's find out let's learn let's increase our knowledge let's increase our understanding and for her she said it's not about competition externally either it's about working with the right partners and actually it's about making sure you're partnering with the right partners and sharing your knowledge with the right partners so that really got me thinking if we could all do more of that how much better could could we be so that's definitely a pod to to look out for and then another one that i recorded was with susanna ponce froment head of financial and credit risk at tide so we probably all know Tide, the UK's leading business financial platform on a mission to save small business owners time, money through their banking and their admin. So Tide is one of, you know, one of the bigger fintechs. But when we think about exactly like how, how that happened and how Susanna became head of financial and credit risk down there, I learned a lot. So from her perspective, her learning, her knowledge share was very much around how in her career history, she has grabbed every opportunity in the sense that she's ended up having experience across, I think it was something like four or five different continents, uh, six or seven countries. And she was able to say like in every single environment, it was different. The culture was different. The people were different. What people uh, saw as normal was different, but she learned so much and she's brought that learning to her team at Tide, which allows them to be not just more diverse, but more inclusive in their diversity, which is a real theme that I'm, I'm focusing on at the moment. You know, when people talk about diversity and inclusion, diversity is one thing, being able to include your diversity is another. And I think that that's very much around, you know, us thinking about how do we walk the talk? How do we ensure these actions are, are learnt, but then implemented? So, you know, I thought this was all really relevant to speak through because these are great pods to listen out for. They are filled with so much knowledge and 100%. These are, you know, as you mentioned with the people that you, that you spoke to, these are individuals who are sharing their honest story, their ups, their downs of their careers, their learns. And it's not just that, you know, someone, someone becomes the head of something or running something. There's a whole wealth of experience that happens to get there. And, you know, these women, I had the privilege of them 
telling me their, their honest stories of how they've got to where they are today and, and the impact that they're, that they're making day in, day out. And I think that we've got to draw more attention to listening to these pods, learning from these pods, taking action from, from that, that knowledge that we're trying to share so that we can all get better. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's massive, isn't it? And, and it's not restricted to the financial technology markets. That We come from an industry that's historically been very, very tribal, I would say. And from my earliest memories in recruitment, it was all about close, close protection of every single bit of information and just uh, you know, trying to find anything you could to get an advantage over your, over your competition. And yet there's uh, communities that have, have really flourished over the last couple of years where you're seeing business leaders get together and share best practice and share interests. And look, there's a, there's a lot there that we've always done, uh, speaking at industry events, talking on, you know, uh, on panels, sharing that information and knowledge and, and trying to upskill people, not just in the industry, but in the financial technology and recruitment industry, but also in the financial technology industry as well. And my view has always been that, that, that there will be, you know, people say you're worried about giving away intellectual property or intellectual capacity or, or you know, trade secrets, et cetera, et cetera. But Look, my view is, is is that there will be a lot of people who listen and, and take something away and implement it in their business, and, and that's cool. There'll be a lot of people who listen and don't do anything on it, and so it'd be nice to have them, and, and yeah, that, that will always be the case. But if we're not giving, we're not getting. And if we're not sort of sharing that information, there's not information to be learned and things to do to get better. And, and look, your, your mantra of I've known you, say as long as I've known you, is get better every day. And, and, and if you're not having the information to be able to do that and the people aren't sharing knowledge then it's very very difficult for people you know, to, to do that without making a whole host of mistakes along, along the way and look everyone's going to make mistakes but the more you can navigate that journey into growing your career growing your business i've listened to a number of podcasts in the recruitment industry that i thought were really interesting over the last couple of days and just hearing different people and their, their journeys you, there's always something you can take away from it and knit into the fabric of what you're doing and I think that's so important. And, and I think it's a responsibility of any, anyone who's doing anything well, just to make sure yeah, that they grow things rather than uh, cast a shadow around them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is totally in line with the, the new platform that we've signed up called Recruiter Insider, which is all about yeah, yeah. gathering information from every single person that we interact with. So if you have been an applicant through Harrington Star, or if you are somebody that we're working with to help fill a vacancy of yours, you will have seen that we have signed up to a company called Recruiter Insider, which is all about gathering feedback. Feedback through interview processes, feedback through interactions, feedback through an, an entire placement. And what we're looking to do here is gather that knowledge so that we can get better, that we can truly get better every day. So at the minute, we've seen um, loads of fantastic testimonials, which is great because, you know, I love, I love to see good feedback. But I'm also interested in, in uh, you know, what we can do to improve because I think you know, communication and, you know, as we always say, improving every day is so so important to a recruitment process and there's so many spinning plate so we want to ensure that we've got a really good tech system but really good quality of of service and we're adding value whilst delivering what we should be doing and that's getting someone then the next step of their career or filling that vacancy so um, i wanted to put that out there as well that if you receive one of those emails please please respond good bad ugly tell us honestly because we want to be constantly improving yeah, I think this is this is a really interesting uh, aspect. So we so we looked at four pillars for for our strategy for uh, you know for, for this year: growth, talent, efficiency, and customer. And the customer piece has been something which we've been obsessed with from from day one. And we've always tried to sort of uh, you know move into a situation where we are providing and putting the customer at the heart of everything we do. 
However, what we never had was the sort of empirical data to really, you know, to look at things and work out where we, you know, where we can go and what we can, what we can do with things. And uh, from one of these, uh, you know, networks and events that I, w- I was at in a, in a peer-to-peer group that I was uh, a, a sat in, someone spoke to me about this particular thing, which was, which was far greater than Net Promoter Score, which we'd investigated and looked at at very various different stages, because it gave you know, much more insight and analytics and, and action that you can do to do things and, and, and really to uh, investigate it. So we uh, immediately got onto the conversation with him to find out a little bit more about you know, how it works. And what I love about it is, is there's no hiding place from it. And if you're, you're good, it's great, but it doesn't just look at all the, your good news stories. It looks at, at places there where you, where you can do things better. And I think it's those sort of uh, quiet masses that potentially you haven't sort of built that relationship with that you, you really need to make sure you're fostering and doing things better. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to getting insight and meaningful data that allows us to make sure that for clients and candidates, we are you know, genuinely looking to improve a service and create something that is as, as five star as Ritz Carlton, as, as first class managers, as, as Rolls Royce as we can possibly get it to make sure our customers receive a, you know, a genuinely outstanding experience when they're working with us because i think that's what people deserve in one of the most important parts of you know, their company getting the right people on board but also their career one of the most stressful things you can look at is changing jobs and, and making the right choice on that so we've got to make sure we are really furnishing them with that five-star experience all the way through it. and this is a great way of us being able to, to look at that and do it as well what else is uh, what else has been going on in the company Ned? well I, I wanted to say a big thanks to you for having me on fintech focus tv and talking about the 17 percent list a year in so one of one of the key things uh, that i'd say with this is i urge anyone to watch that show because we we covered exactly what the 17 percent list is and the the successes that i've had in a year but the main thing that i was trying to trying to get across within that is that 17 percent list has definitely raised the visibility of women in technology and women looking for technology roles within this space, definitely. But I do feel that it's only a drop in the ocean in terms of what I've achieved. So we've affected a hundred people, which is great. And I really want to celebrate that. But I feel that we should be able to affect a thousand, 10,000. You know, I, th- I think we, we need to really allow the ball to start rolling on this. And just to put things into perspective, I have 142 clients signed up, which means that every two weeks they receive from me three females in technology that are currently looking for work. And because of that, over 100 people have had their lives changed, a career opportunity put in front of them. So, so great results. But if you think about this industry, 140 is a drop in the ocean. So, you know, on the one hand, I can celebrate, isn't that great, a great achievement and wonderful things we're doing. But actually, we're trying to drive a movement here. You know, why, why don't we have 52% of women in the fintech space as reflected in society? You know, why, why don't we have that? We've still got a huge way to go. And yes, called the 17% list, as of the end of 2020 and early 2021, there were only 17% of women filling technology roles here in the UK. That is starting to move up and I will be celebrating in about a month when I've got some clear statistics on that, that we may be moving to 18 or 19%. It's a shift uh, which we have to celebrate. But I think my my real call to action is 
if you don't know what the 17% list is, please get in touch with me. I will be getting in touch with you I'm, I, in lots of different ways. I've been speaking internally to Rob, who's helping me with some tech solutions on this. I've been speaking to our marketing team about it. But I think that everybody should be on the 17 or, or as I will soon call it, 18 or 19% list. I think everyone should have true visibility of, of women who want to work in this space with technology skill sets um, or the potential to be using a technology skill set. And, and I think 140 people, 142 people is, is just nearly nowhere near enough of people saying they want to be visible of this. So please, if, if you're at work and you hear someone talking about diversity, inclusion or equity within the team, why aren't they on the 17% list? I will be calling. So please help spread that message far and wide. Love the sound of that. And uh, it's uh, funny enough, I've, uh, on a few of those uh, conversations I've been having recently, they've, uh, I've had some brilliant feedback on the, the 17% list and just how much uh, people rate it, recognise it and, and appreciate it. And I think there's been some really, uh, some really good news coming through from that that are mentioned in the pod, but also I'm sure will be uh, trumpeted very soon on, on, on various levels of social media. It's really, really good to see. Loads of other stuff going on with the business. We're, we're, we're very, very obsessed at the moment with the top 1% workplace awards and the financial technologist. There is another week to go for content to be through. We've got some great articles that have been coming through already talking about you know, how companies have positioned themselves to be great workplaces. That magazine will become an almanac of, uh, of great best practice in, in creating outstanding workplaces. So really looking forward to getting that out and revealing, of course, the listing of those companies who are deemed the top 1% of, of uh, workforces in the industry. A couple of new faces. I mentioned, uh, I mentioned a couple of last week who are, who are joining the business. We continue to look to grow the team and are actively hiring. So if you're a recruiter listening to this, you're looking, looking to work for a business with, uh, with genuine ambition, we'd love to hear from you. If you are a current or candidate in the uh, financial technology marketplace and you know of someone who you rate and think is good and could be part of the journey, we'd love to hear from them as well. Um, we can follow up too. So yeah, the, the, uh, the journey continues. Loads and loads of good conversations happening, loads and loads of exciting things. The market continues to, uh, to grow and, uh, at pace. Loads and loads of demand at the moment, and we're doing our very best to make sure we continue to come up with innovative ways to make sure that the, uh, the jobs out there are filled. The percentages, I'm pleased to say, of a number of uh, clients that we were able to work with have never been higher in all of the history, the, tw- the 11 and a half year history of the business. Uh, we've never fulfilled as many of the mandates that we're taking on board, which I think is great in testament to the, the awesome team that we've got at the moment. And we look to continue to, to grow that and uh, drive it even further and improve those efficiency gains that we're able to do with it as well. So loads and loads of exciting stuff to talk about. Nads, any final thoughts from you? Just really excited because the next two weeks are all about this 1% and we will be celebrating it with lots of marketing material, showing people exactly what others are doing to make their businesses great. So let's learn. Let's learn indeed. Thank you so much, Nadia. Always a pleasure. And thank you all for listening. Uh, The only thing we ask is that you rate, review, pass the pod on to as many different people as you can. We are, as I say every week, just getting more and more flattered, excited about the reach and and how far it's gone and listeners all over the world. So thank you so much for, for tuning in. We're so grateful to each and every one of you. If you can pass it on and let anyone know who you think would, would appreciate us talking about the industry and all of the guests that we have on on both podcasts all the way through the week then please do that and and the more it's reviewed the more it's rated the further and further it gets so thank you so so much and we will see you next week thank you very much thank you